Welcome to Holistic Coach Mastery Podcast with Marina Stoichkova. It's your audio library for clarity, inspiration, and empowerment. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to episode number 15. Today, we are talking about the second trauma. If you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, I highly recommend you to do that, especially episode number 13, because this is the introduction to a special concept that we are exploring. It's about the five traumas, and this is created by Liz Bourbeau. She is a very famous and a great psychotherapist with great experience, and According to her knowledge and her expertise, there are five major wounds, psychological, emotional wounds that usually occur very early in our life. And most importantly, those traumas keep affecting us until we see them, we recognize them, and of course, we heal them. And today's episode is focused on the second trauma, which is the trauma of abandonment. And we'll talk about the most typical characteristics. If you remember, we talked about the importance of the body structure. This is one of the greatest clues you can use to define whether you or someone else has any particular trauma. Because the body does not lie. It shows the major tendencies and you'll see how in an interesting way, we are going to translate the body appearance into what that means for this person as a behavior, as a way of thinking and all the other stuff. So we'll talk about the body structure, the typical physical characteristics of the trauma of abandonment. Of course, a very important thing, which is the main coping mechanism that those people use in life and how it affects their whole life of course the area of relationships which is the parent which is usually related to this trauma and also which are the consequences some possible health issues life issues mentality and so on so let's get started first by describing how those people typically look like. And I want to remind you again that you don't necessarily need to find all the characteristics in yourself or in another person in order to have this trauma. The more characteristics you recognize, the more sure you can be that the trauma is there and actually the stronger the deeper the trauma is. But even if you recognize just one, two, or a couple of those indications of those characteristics, it's still a sign that you might be suffering, you might be experiencing this trauma of abandonment. And also keep in mind that typically we have more than one of those traumas. They might be differently important for us, differently intense, but it's always helpful to explore what has happened and which are the consequences, basically. So back to the physical appearance or the body structure. One thing which we have created for you to make it even easier is we have basically painted, we have created 
pictures, literally, of those physical appearances. So if you're on my website, then you should be able to see the body structure there. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or somewhere else, you should click the link for the show notes and it will direct you to the page where you can see literally the most typical physical appearance. So the most typical is that the body doesn't have a good tonus. Very often it's kind of slim or thin, not as much as uh, with the trauma of rejection but usually the body is also not very strong it kind of looks weak or thin it might be tall but most importantly the tissue is very weak it just doesn't have a good tonus the muscles all of it it's kind of weak you may also see that those people very often are like hunched over their shoulders are down even, you know, their lips might be a little down. For women, the breasts might be also a little down or without a good tonus or different parts of the body might be kind of floppy. This is the most typical. You can find it on their face or as we said, the breasts or the other muscles of the body. Even when someone exercises or trains a lot, you can still recognize that there is something weak in them, in their body. And this is like the major indication. If any part of your body has a very weak muscle tonus or the tissue is weak or it's down, then this is an indication of the trauma of abandonment. Some other possibilities are related to the hands, which can be kind of too long or a little bit strange. And also the eyes are typically sad. They may have big eyes, like, you know, they can make a strong impression with their eyes, but there is a sadness. And this is also one of the major emotions they experience, deep sadness. Very often they may also have changeable moods. Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down, and it kind of goes in between really fast and it's quite intense so usually they're emotional but not really stable in their states this is also typical and again back to the physical body a very typical behavior is that they constantly need something to support them they don't like to stand up for too long they will either search for the chair to sit down or something to support them they literally don't like it they don't feel comfortable so as we can see the major thing that's missing here is the support that's why they are hunched over their tissue looks weak or they search for the chair constantly because they need support And the reason for that is because they feel like they haven't received this support. Usually this trauma occurs during the first two, three years for the first time. 
and after that it kind of repeats because until we recognize it we are gonna attract the same type of patterns and of course here we are not blaming we are not judging because that's not the point no one is guilty but usually the parent who is involved with this trauma is the parent of the opposite sex so for women usually this is the father for men usually this is the mother that's the parent that they feel they have been abandoned by and in some cases this might be literally what has happened but most often that's just an experience for whatever reason there might have been a sibling which is younger and was born after them which uh, who obviously gets more attention or the parent may work a lot or they may have other things on their plate but the child doesn't feel recognized doesn't feel important and that's what makes them feel abandoned they suffer from lack of emotional support early very early in their life and you don't need to have conscious memories for that absolutely not you may not remember it you may not think about it and it's still there and it's still affecting you that's how the subconscious mind works and the coping mechanism which those people develop is to be dependent on others this happens in variety of ways first of all during childhood usually they are weak they may have health issues or they are just not very vital or energetic or they constantly need help by the parent by teachers by someone else that's their coping mechanism subconsciously they believe that if they are weak other people will take care of them and if they become strong or independent other people won't pay attention to them so again this the trauma will be reinforced and they will feel alone and abandoned and in order to avoid that they create subconsciously this internal dependence on other people later on in life as we may guess it translates to their adult relationships with their partners with their spouses and they create those extremely strong attachments when they fall in love when they are attracted sometimes this may even happen with friends they get so attached that their love may also be suffocating for the other person they feel like they depend on him or her and it creates usually unhealthy connections and relationships very often they may even get into the victim mentality because when you are a victim when you are weak you deserve to be supported by others and other people may feel sorry for you or might be more empathic or whatever so getting into the victim mentality usually allows them to receive the support that they crave they literally crave this support another thing that may happen is also they might be more indecisive they feel like they cannot take the right decision so they constantly want someone else to guide them or they ask them what would you do what should i do and so on 
So they are kind of disempowering themselves again for the same reasons in order to keep other people close, to keep them in their life. And unfortunately, this victim mentality sometimes may literally put them in such situations when someone else is taking advantage of them. They might stay in this situation for a really long time because even if it's bad what's worse is to be alone to be abandoned again even if you leave you are still alone so that's as we may guess something that can harm their life their relationships their emotions so badly because they don't get out of bad relationships they stay there they keep suffering but it's still better for them than being on their own, being unsupported, being alone. So this may create lots of issues in their personal life. Another thing, as we said, is that they are very afraid of loneliness. Being on their own, to the need to handle with everything alone, it makes them so unhappy, so afraid that they are ready to do whatever it takes to avoid it. They might become people pleasers. They might neglect themselves in order to fulfill the desires of someone else as long as the other person is there. And of course, this is the most extreme scenario which I'm describing. You don't necessarily need to be that much of a people pleaser or a dependent person on others but if you recognize some of those things then there's something to work on here and you really shouldn't neglect that some other possible issues that those people may have are also the fear of death sometimes the fear of going crazy but mostly the fear of dying and also a very typical fear they may have is agoraphobia fear of open spaces going outside alone and there are options there but usually they're afraid that they will get sick they will um, lose consciousness or they will die this is the most uh, these are the most typical fears but agoraphobia is very typical for those people it doesn't mean that others cannot have agoraphobia, but on average, people with trauma of abandonment suffer more from this condition. Also, when it comes to food and their eating habits, things are more specific. Usually, they're more predisposed to overeating. Sometimes this might even turn into bulimia, which is a kind of the most intense condition of course but usually what's uh, the point here is that they are trying to substitute the emotions the, um, the support that they haven't received by food so they may eat more than they actually need and they try to enjoy it as much as possible so sometimes they may have issues with overeating Another thing which is interesting is that also their sexual connections with other people might be more intense. 
they may use sex also as a way to connect to others, to get extremely attached, but also as a way to kind of be, to feel abandoned when someone else rejects them, even if that's their partner. Because uh, I want to remind you, this is kind of universal for all of the traumas. And that is the fact that we tend to reinforce the same traumas, to re-experience them all over again until we recognize them and we heal them. So if we have felt abandoned early in our childhood, in our life, later on it tends to repeat with other people, with our partners and so on. And this is all, again, completely subconscious but that's what happens. So typically those people may also have a stronger sexual desire and this is also their hunger for connection with others, for support. Again, a way to depend on someone else as well. Okay, and um, let's talk about some of the most typical health issues that people who suffer from trauma of abandonment may also experience. So here they are. Some of them are asthma or all kinds of bronchial issues, pancreatic issues, including diabetes. The adrenal glands may also be a weak, uh, a weak organ in their body and their eyes. They might be incapable of seeing properly, especially the things that are more distanced, they experience problems with that. It's kind of representing more their fear of the future. What will happen? Will I be supported? Will I be alone? And so on. Of course, all kinds of emotional, psychological challenges like depression or also rare disease. We said that typically those people don't have a very good health, especially when they are children, when they are young, because that's their way of showing others that they really need support. It's not just an emotional thing. It's not just, you know, out of the blue. Look, I'm weak. I need this support. I need your help. So very often they may have more health issues than uh, other people have on average. And also they may have more rare disease or those type of disease that kind of are chronic and curable and so on. Because that allows them to receive the attention and the support of other people. And here is a very, very important note. Whenever we experience certain trauma, like with this one, the trauma of abandonment, it's always a sign that we are doing the same with ourselves. So what that means is that we are also abandoning ourselves in certain way. So we are afraid that other people will abandon us. We create this coping mechanism of a dependent person. But in reality, what happens is that we abandon ourselves. We think we are unworthy or we experience shame. This is quite typical for uh, people who suffer from trauma of abandonment and overall they feel bad about themselves they are abandoning themselves so with every trauma or with everything that you think someone else is doing to you 
always ask yourself the question, how am I doing the same with myself? So how am I rejecting myself or how am I abandoning myself or whatever there is? So you will find that those people are also not supportive of themselves and they seek the support from others, but other people just mirror what we are doing. So when we are abandoning ourselves, we are not there for ourselves. We feel weak. Others will mirror the same behavior. So the solution, as always, is first of all, bring your awareness recognize it, verbalize it, if you will, write it down, admit that, explore what has happened. And again, here, the the important thing is, how has the person interpreted the situation? The parents might have been there, they might have even been supportive. But the question is, did the child feel this way? Or did they need this exact type of support? Because if you recognize some of those characteristics physically or emotionally or as a behavior, it shows that you have had the experience of the trauma of abandonment. So go deeper and explore what has the the parents done and all of it. So once we bring our awareness, then we can heal this. And there might be different ways which you can use for this healing my personal favorites are the EFT, the matrix re-imprinting, but that's a great energy psychology method or a combination of methods which allow us to heal the past, to transform those negative emotions and eventually to move forward. And here is something interesting. You will notice that when you heal this trauma or any other trauma, it will also affect your body. It won't happen immediately because the physical body um, changes slowly, but it will happen over time. So your relationships will change, your emotional state will change for sure, how you feel about yourself, how you behave will change, and eventually at certain point even your body will change. Your shoulders will go up. You won't be so hunched over. Even the tissues may look healthier. The muscles might become stronger. That's happening over time. But that's how things work. So if you have this trauma of abandonment or any other trauma, don't neglect this. Heal this. You deserve it. You deserve to live a healthy, vital, fulfilling life. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Again, don't forget one of our major principles, no judgment, no blame, no guilt. Everything happens for the right reason. No one is guilty. Your parents are not guilty. You will also find that probably the parent who you have problems with have had the same trauma like you with their parent. So It's all happening for a reason. We are all choosing our parents, our experience. There is a point. This is an opportunity for us to grow and to heal. Sometimes issues that have started earlier, maybe even in previous incarnations, if you will. 
So it's all part of the bigger picture. Trust it, have faith in it, do the best that you can, be open for the transformation and magical things will happen for you. So thank you very much for listening to episode number 15, the episode about trauma of abandonment. Next week, we are continuing with the third trauma. Thank you so much and God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more information, go to marsstars.net and make sure to sign up for the free training on how to create a psychological profile with astrology. 